0: afternoon and good evening and uh good morning and if i don't truman show (laughs) (laughs) i'm a dork (laughs) yep that's what i love
1: love
0: yeah yeah anyways welcome thank welcome to uh you go for it joe
1: (laughs) hey welcome to after service our our podcast uh for uh, here at open door community church where we explore uh, a little deeper the com- the conversations we had from the teachings on the previous sunday um and that's or or other topics as seem appropriate to you know that given day or circumstance so welcome yep. we're glad you're here um this is brian he's a pastor and i'm joe you're the worship guy yeah uh, yeah <laughs>
0: And my phone is going, only has 10% power. So this would be interesting. Oh, okay. So, yeah. So maybe it's not as long of a topic. It's not that long of a topic anyhow. It was a really simple, straightforward sermon, like ridiculously simple. I don't even know how long I preached. I don't think it was very long. It, was, it wasn't It was much shorter oh. than normal. Oh, okay. Um, the basic idea was just simply that serving Jesus is a gift. It's a blessing. It's 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 an opportunity. It's a privilege. It's so often we think of that, I think, as as a duty, as work, as something as an obligation. And well, in a sense I could see how you, those things are true. But it's really a gift. You know, and I didn't. I didn't use this as an illustration at the time, but I thought about it afterwards. Was, you know, it by asking a couple of questions: is, is God selfish? Well, no. Obviously, He can't be selfish. He's God, right? Okay, then, then what is God being selfish when He says to give of your money, your time, and your talents to serve Him? Is that self-serving? Well, no. It can't be because God's self not selfish. So he must be giving you something by giving you an opportunity to serve him, to give to him, and that's the idea. That's the whole idea. It's a, it's a, it, God's blessing you by giving you this opportunity to serve him, um, and uh, which is following exactly the pattern of Jesus. It's following. It's there, there's just so many little details, and including the opportunity of uh, of serving somebody else to let them serve you. So those are some of the ideas I had.
1: Well, the, the first thing that it made me think of was um, leading worship, that, uh, that I view that primarily as a privilege. Um, it's, mm-hmm. it's, um, it's a privilege, a gift to me to be able to serve him in this regard and also as a byproduct that to serve the congregation. Um, right. You know, and and part of that is acknowledging that I am an imperfect um, vehicle mm-hmm. for 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 this role, um, and that to be asked to do that is is just really is a is a is an honor and a privilege, um, and it, it, there there definitely are times, days, whatever, where I'm like. Oh, okay, But usually once once I'm there and I'm in like uh, we are worshiping together and stuff that all that stuff melts away. And in in that in those moments, it's what it should be. Um, And Mm -hmm. and I think that's a lot like how we kind of feel maybe this could be me projecting, but like we'll we'll decide we're going to go to a concert or a play Mm -hmm. or something like that. And it's, it's like, it doesn't feel like something we get to do. It feels like something we have to do because we've paid the money or whatever. And it's just like, okay, we're going to go. There's like this barrier that we have to get through to get to the point where we go, where we're there and we go, oh, I'm so glad that we did this. And, and I think, you know, you were talking about being the way I interpret it was being more open to saying yes when you are asked to serve, when you're given the opportunity to serve. Yeah. Um and that there's that natural tension there that I mean that I think many of us have to go, I don't think so. Um I, I'm actually the opposite. I kind of have to fight the the tendency to say yes Cause it's in my mm-hmm. nature to want to help. Um, and so I've kind of had to train myself to, um, say wait, uh, and then, you know, check in with my family and that kind of stuff before I say yes to sure. something. Um, but I think a lot of people are, their initial thought is I'm too busy or I can't do it, or it doesn't align with my gifts. Um, and, i know the the way i interpreted again what you said was try to be open to saying yes is instead of a knee-jerk response of no um and um you know look at it as hey this is an opportunity is this an opportunity is, you know to serve in a way that you would never considered before um and sometimes it's 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 not going to work, and you should be okay with saying, sure. "Hey, this isn't like yeah. I do have too much on my plate. This isn't going to work." Mm-hmm. Um, but to fight that initial urge, to just say, "Nope, nope, rather not," right, or whatever that might be.
0: Right. No, I, absolutely. I. Um, I mean, and, and this is where I mean. I suppose a lot of a lot of the 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 things to think about and talk about is the implications and applications of this. And some of it is, well, yeah, you need to do self-care, right? That's, it, you know, in thinking of self-care as not self-centered, but in the sense of recharging your batteries so you can go out and serve again, you know? It's like like a diver going back up, getting a gulp of air so he can go back down and help people uh, underwater, you know, but, but you can't just stay there because you'll drown too. You got to go back up, take a breath of air, go back down. So, I mean, there's... That's not a selfish thing for him to go back up and get a cup of air. It's necessary. And then there's the things that you're talking about is like sometimes sometimes you do need to say no because you know there's other commitments that you've already said yes to that you can't undo. And, and it's, it's worth stating again, as I've said many times and you know this, every yes every yes to one thing is a no to something else always 100% of the time. And so thinking through what are you going to say no to if you say yes to this is important. And 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 you're right. I I think the the implication I made because I said that multiple times is this is a this is a privilege and a, a blessing that's often refused. I said that. And I think that's because because I think people sometimes say no when when, they're, when they should say yes, um, because, of, because of a lot of different excuses. And maybe, sorry, I'm rambling a little bit. I, I, I okay. think maybe sometimes the, 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 the ask alone is worth going, taking the time to go, okay, so why is God asking me this question? It's not because he needs me. It's not a duty to do this. Is he is he is he pointing out a priority? Is he reinforcing a priority? I've already I've already agreed by saying no to this to reinforce a priority I already have. I mean, just thinking some yeah. of that stuff through. Um,
1: Yeah. I You know, I, I want people to understand that I, you weren't trying to shame people into no. like you need to say yes. If somebody asks you this, that's not um, the point. It's more of inserting that little instead, that a little pause button in there before you respond, to say like, "Oh, is this?" You know that little bit of discernment, like, you know what? I wasn't expecting this ask, or this is unique, or um, or just just some reflection to go. This might be um, an opportunity that I hadn't considered before to serve in a way that I haven't. Been, haven't um, previously whatever um, right um, and yeah just try I
0: I'm not surprised for you Joe that you worshiping you leading us in worship for you you feel like that's a privilege I don't think that's common I don't and maybe you do but I don't think so at, at least they don't see it as a privilege to do something as simple as stacking chairs. As, you know, washing windows or or taking food to someone—that this is a privilege that they are being offered to do. Um, I think they think of this as more of a duty, um, or an obligation. And I and I, I really want—if I could say really what I was really wanting people to come away with it—is to see, to get joy out of it, to get the the the. the Ooh, th- this is, this is, this is an opportunity. God's using this to bless me as I'm blessing them. I, I, that, that's that little shift, even for what you're doing already, you know, so that if you're in the sound booth and you're doing pushing, punching slides, you see that as, as God's blessing you by getting, getting, giving you the opportunity to do that.
1: It, it reminds me when, of when I was, probably a teenager and my dad taught me to mow the lawn right um where mowing the lawn wasn't a hassle you got to mow the lawn and i would have these weird little like daydreams that i did such a remarkable job mowing the lawn that someday i would be mowing the lawn at the white house um you know that i would like the the my patterns of, you know, diagonals and stuff were so yeah. intricate and well executed that, you know, I was regarded as an excellent mower. you know. Um, yeah. but, they're, they're, but seeing it as like, wow, I get to mow the lawn. I mean, there's somebody is gifting me with the responsibility to do this. And, and even when it started to become a hassle, we had a, a yard for a while that was like um, a half acre of of um, grass and we had a push mower and it would take an hour some odd minutes of uh, you know so you had to you had to go someplace right with that and you could either just be annoyed with it or you could turn that into what what can i do with this to make this not just enjoyable but you know maybe uh, um uh well i mean like a privilege you know how can i make this more and i think it's just a lot of shifting our attitudes you've heard me talk about remember when you've had that first boyfriend or girlfriend or whatever when all of a sudden serving you just wanted to do it because you just you felt this you know you felt this emotion this love this whatever that's like i just want to do this Um, yeah and there's a framing that we can do to go from um oh Oh, stacking chairs too! Oh, I'm gonna be the best stair chair track, track, stair that's it. chair stacker. Well, I almost couldn't say that. You know, that's ever you know ever existed or God. You know, in the same way that Joe is like singing or playing the guitar, or Brian is teaching. Um, my my gift here is stacking chairs, and my gift is making sure I click the slides at just the right time so everybody can follow along. You know, it's it's a mental shift
0: it's a mental shift and it's and i didn't say it and i really wish i had but we so so often look at things like what i do and go oh well yeah of course that's an honor that's a privilege but you know stacking chairs how is that a privilege to to see those on the same level in a lot of ways that they're both a privilege too and 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 to be honest, this is something that we're, you know, because you're not. Well, you are going to be there on Sunday, but I'm going to I'm going to talk more about this and talk about the glory of the of ministry that what you're doing is is part of something huge. you know, and I don't know if I'll tell the story, but I don't know. Maybe you've heard it too of of a guy who's walking down the down a street and sees two bricklayers and they're and he asks them what are they doing and they glumly said, I don't know, I'm just building a wall and they're plopping things and bored and grumpy, and he walks a little bit further, and he finds a really happy one, and he asks, what is he doing? Doing the same job, he says, I'm building a cathedral. This is gonna be the best cathedral ever. He's happy because he can see that his work is part of something just glorious. And so the small details that he's doing matter, where the other one, so it's just a job. We need to see that the mission of the church, what God's doing with us, even in the little things, because the mission and the and the purpose is so grand and so glorious that even the little things are huge and important mm-hmm. and meaningful. And so, I, I, this is really—I almost did part one of part two of the gift of ministry, and I probably, maybe, I should have. But
1: well, and by and by the same token, if people are looking at your job as teacher, my job's leading worship is, well, those, those are leadership roles. Um, they're, they get more attention. They are more meaningful. They're whatever, you know, but as you mentioned on Sunday, there's just as much room for resentment and, you know, annoyance or burnout or whatever that, um, that just because you perceive a role as being, uh, bigger, better, more, you know, whatever that might be, There, there's still so much work that goes into it and so much opportunity to go, I'm sick of this, people don't care, this is too much work, I'm not paid enough, or why am I subbing for this guy when I'd really just rather have the Sunday off? Or, um, you know, it's it, it, whether your role is the smallest of roles or the largest of roles... There's opportunity to appreciate or resent, yeah, and it all has the framework. It's
0: all about the framework, yeah, how do you see what you know is it a blessing that you're that you're getting that God's tapped you on the shoulder because he doesn't need you, he doesn't need me, but he wants to use you, and so I, some of it is, yeah, I really would like to see people. And our church is really pretty good for the number, the percentage of people who serve. Let's be, you know, needs to be said. But at the same time, I really would love for them, our people, to to see what they're doing as 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 a gift, as a blessing, as to to change their framework from from a grudgery, a drudgery, to a, a joy. That's that's kind of I guess
1: I mean it's a, I, there's not much else to say. I just don't want people to see that. Well, what what's your phone at percentage wise?
0: That's a great question. That's a great question. Where is my phone at for percentage wise? It's pretty low. It's at 4%. So, okay, yeah, well, I don't I'm say a-
1: one more quick thing before we wrap up. Um okay. and that is you know, you mentioned tithing earlier, right? That there's mm. um If you consider saying yes as part of tithing of time, it's something that we as a family have done for a long time is that and your tithing doesn't have to be one place or another necessarily. But um, if you do think about that a little bit of tithing your time, that might help you find balance and also help you say yes in a healthy way. Like, um, I haven't done much lately, but, you know, if you said I want to give you know, 10 hours a month in some capacity and then finding Mm. opportunities to give, you know, set yourself a tithe for a month for each month. Um, and maybe it's a family tithe, like, Hey, all three of us are going to show up. We're all going to spend two hours. That's six, uh, six hours of our 10 hours this month or something like that. That might be easier to say yes. That's
0: brilliant. So you're thinking in terms of
1: financial tithe, but also in terms
0: of uh, time tithe as well. I love that idea.
1: That's really a brilliant idea. Oh, uh, yeah. I'd like to say it's original, but it's not. So <laughs> it was something that was ah. explained to me like 15 years ago when our family, you know, we we couldn't tithe even pizza money or anything like that. And, and the pastor was like, tithe your time, you know?
0: Oh, now, now that's not new in the sense of, yeah, yeah if you can't give five, you can give of your time, right? But I've never put it in the sense of of thinking it in term in terms of the same framework as as a tithe. Yeah, I like that. You know, so figure out what your what your your monthly financial tithe is, and which is also a gift. It's also an opportunity. The same things apply with that. But also then the the okay, just as you figured out what you're going to do with that, thinking about what you're going to do with your with your time. And some and, and sometimes that that has to do with expertise too Maybe you have something that you know far better than um, than others so all right all
1: right well we're gonna save... go ahead <laughs> all right we're gonna uh end a little early so Brian's phone can get recharged um we'll see you all on Sunday we appreciate you and thanks for listening we will talk to you soon right. take care